Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Checkity check. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. I'm Mark Whitman. And we are back after summer vacation, summer break. It was glorious. Was it? It was glorious for me. I had a great time. Well, good. I had a yeah. great time. Good. I was up and down the highways and byways. Hey, let's talk about something real quick. One thing I did against your better judgment this summer is we were, uh, Drake and I, Drake was going on one of my trips with me. And we were going to be in New Jersey. Uh-huh. And I said, uh, hey, do you want to go? We're going to be real close to New York City. You want to go to New York City? Spend a day or two there, do different stuff. He's like, let me get back to you. He comes back. He's like, hey, there's a Six Flags in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It's got two of the top. It's got the tallest coaster in the world. And it's got one of the other top rated coasters. I said, all right. Well, the first part of this trip, we're going to be in Maryland. And my boss is like, you know there's a Six Flags in Maryland. So we just get the Six Flags Plus Pass. Hmm. And we went to the Six Flags in Maryland along with every other school in Maryland. It was like a field trip day. And it was also the time when all the fires were happening. So it was like foggy. It was like smoggy there. Hmm. And uh, it was not nearly is good i mean we stayed like four hours it just was not very good it had some good it had like one or two good rides but some of the stuff wasn't open but very disappointing when we went to new jersey the two main rides we wanted to ride Mm -hmm. were not open and we found out the tall ride that basically if the wind is a certain miles per hour or if the or in that case the air quality was bad right um, what was weird though is they have inside this really this ride is so tall that their drop ride is now a part of that ride. So like where this ride goes up, that's where their drop ride is inside of that. And I'm like, well, that ride people could ride. So that was a little disappointing, and it really just uh, uh. But we got like a year pass, so we can go hit, still hit up the one in uh, Atlanta. But I remember we talked about how <laughs> <laughs> that the uh, Six Flags parts were not of the safest quality. Hey, I would not knock the fine folks at Six Flags in <laughs> audio form for them to come back and sue me. I just don't like. I don't care for Six Flags parts. Right now, did you see uh, Drake went to Carowinds twice this summer too? Did you see? The Fury Their Fury ride that was just holy cow! Mm-hmm. It was like coming apart. Yeah, something was going on with one of the support beams on it. And then once they got that fixed, there was another. They found another part. It was like, were yeah. you not? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty big. I mean, the whole track yes was coming off mm-hmm. the pole. It's a good thing they caught that. I mean, that could have really been a a disaster. A serious, a serious disaster, man. Yeah. Um. That's the thing. Just like many things in the world, Carowinds and Six Flags have monopolies because 
basically they both went around and bought up all the old regional parks mm-hmm. and brought them up. So we have the six flags. So I'm thinking about maybe even for spring break next year, we're going to go to Texas. There's two six flags in Texas and do that. And then, uh, can you get into sea worlds? Cause there's a sea world in San Antonio. I mean, we could, no, I don't that's think a, it, that's a different company. Yeah. 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 That's um, that's Anheuser-Busch. Owns, right. Owns I, now I think Bush gardens, if Bush Gardens and SeaWorld are yeah, the same that's right. company. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. But Anheuser-Busch owns. Um, but there's, you know, Carowinds is owned by the Cedar Point Company. Yeah. So they're they're kind of everywhere, too. Um, so, yeah. So, lots going on uh, this summer. Uh, Mark and I, very, uh, very busy. Lots going on. Here's what I wanted to talk I about. I didn't really have anything going on. It's been working, man. Listen, you, well... You you had a lot going on with your side hustle. That is true. That is very true. It was a pretty profitable summer. For <laughs> Maybe the most profitable me. summer ever. Yeah, instead of going on vacation, I stayed home and, and started selling stuff. And, yeah. yeah. What I, was um, – you and I talked about this. Was there anything you sold this summer? Because you basically sold all your – I mean, can we talk about this? Yeah, I don't care. You basically sold all your wrestling stuff. Right. Like you had this if 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 our patrons are listening, like Mark was doing videos of these video of these mm-hmm. figures he was getting and he had this really cool I mean, we posted pictures of your case and mm-hmm. stuff. I still have those. I got I'm gonna sell them too, but um what was was there anything that you sold and you're like, Man, I don't know if I can part with this or you your mindset is like this yeah, everything must was, go. Well, yeah, that because it's it's too expensive mm-hmm. now, man. They need a, a new um, a ringside exclusive is doing a three faces of Foley. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be awesome. The packaging is probably going to be incredible. Right. Because it, it, it's going to be the first time, instead of the Cactus Jack um, wanted shirt, they're doing the, the Cactus Jack early 90s WCW um, gear. Right. And, it's, of course, it's got Mankind and Dude Love in it. So I thought. This is going to be pretty cool. Foley comes around a lot. Yeah. And I thought, I think I'm going to order one of those so that when he comes around, I can get it signed. Yeah. Um, and um, I'll hold on to that one. I kind of, ho- I, I like to, I like to sign figures, you know? Yeah. So um, I thought, man, I'll, I'll, I'll get that. And I logged on to Ringside Collectibles and it was $100. Wow. I just thought, I'm not paying $100 for yeah. that. I mean, that's just, that's. And that's one of like it's every week. There's like right. ten awesome figures coming out. I just right. I, I'm not I'm not gonna go broke. Yeah, buying all these figures, and I really didn't have any intention of selling everything. Right. Um. But the right person come along with the with the come along come along with the uh, the right stack of money. Yeah. And you know, he asked if he could come see him and. Then he asked if I'd sell them. And at first, I just sold the stuff in the Detoffs. Yeah. Not everything. I had a couple of signed figures I held on to. Yeah. Um, but like all the loose stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I might sell them if the price was right. Yeah. He, he got the price right, I thought, huh. you know. And he said, what about, you have any DVDs? And I was like, yeah, I got this tub full of yeah. wrestling DVDs. He said, you want to sell those? Look, man, 
Well, you can stop asking me if I want to sell stuff. Yeah. If the price is right. Yeah. You it, can you can move into the house today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if right. You got the money. So right. You just make me an offer. So he said, "All right, I like all the, I like your wrestling DVD. I want to buy them." And he gave me, and I, he got close to what I wanted. Yeah. You know, you, you got it's a give and take. Yeah, that's know? right. So I sold him those, and he said, "I got a box truck," and I had two. Two tubs full of movies that I just wanted to be rid of. Yeah. I sell movies on, on eBay. Right. And I've gone through those tubs with a barcode scanner about three times and pulled out every movie that I could sell for more than $10. Right. Everything that was left is $1 and $2 movies. Yeah, and yeah, You'd yeah. be surprised what people won't buy, especially DVDs. Blu-rays are, are okay, but um, people don't want DVDs as much anymore. Right. Blu-ray. Right. Honest to God, I just wanted those out of my house. Yeah. Like, I've sold everything that was... The rest of it was going to be... It would have taken me three years yeah. hauling those tubs right. around. So I just wanted them gone. Um, and he said, I'd like to buy all those movies. And I'd like to buy all your the rest of your figures that are that are still in, um, still in the in the packaging. Because I had just pretty much sold him the loose stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, okay. He he come over one day. I had him sitting out on the floor. And he offered me what I thought was was at least as, I mean, you know, did I probably get every dollar back that I got into it? No, right. probably not. Right. But you got but it out of your house. Yeah, I got it. I got I got. I think I took eight totes out of my house. Wow. And the, like three of them were that size. Oh, right. The rest of them were like bigger. All four of those, or all three of those would make one tote. Oh, wow. And I got like five of those totes out of my house full of stuff. Well, just, you know, that's really what I'm looking to do. Yeah. I've like, g- I got a friend, I go over to his house. Uh huh. And when I walk in, there's, he doesn't have any clutter. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. He's got a TV. He's got a couch. He's got a recliner. Yeah. He's got a dining room table with some chairs around it. Right. And there's there's decorations, don't get me wrong. Right. But it's not excessive. Yeah. And I just, like, we would look yeah. at that and go, like, this, I just don't want the clutter in yeah. my life anymore. Right. So that's, it's more about that. We talked about it, I think, mm-hmm. the Swedish death cleansing. Yeah. Where... Um, I don't, have we talked about this on here? No, I don't think so. Where, and I hate to just keep rambling. No, 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 please do. This is great. But, um, I had this epiphany before I knew what this was. Mm -hmm. So my mother passed away. Both my grandmothers, my wife's mother have all passed like in the past, um, past two years, my wife's mother and my mother in the past year and my grandmother. And my wife's grandmother, and my wife's sister, my wife's father, mm. my best friend's wife. All mm. these people have, have passed. And there's more. A nephew. We lost a nephew. And it always comes down to the same statement about everybody. Yeah. Everybody. No matter what they did, I don't care if they're the president or the janitor. Mm-hmm. Everybody's life after they're dead right. comes down to one statement. Y'all come get what you want. We're going to take the rest of goodwill. Yeah, that's right. Right? That's what. Right. That's the last statement people really going to make about us. Right. 
And when she and I just, Miss Whitman and I just had this conversation and said, why should other people come get what they want and then take it and, and, and make a profit off of it? Right. Or take it to Goodwill where somebody else is going to buy it for pennies on the dollar and then go home and sell it and make a profit off right. of it. Right. Why shouldn't we sell our stuff? Right. And make a profit off of it right now. Right. Like, why shouldn't we do that? And that's what we started doing. And then I found out about the Swedish death cleansing, which that's what it means. It's it's decluttering your life of things. I I don't want to. I, I don't mean this negative mm. about my mom at all, but part of it is I had a dining room table that my mother bought. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> she she like she didn't want it anymore. And she kind of brought it. We kind of just get wound up at my house, you know. How right. That, and it becomes our dining room table. Right. And then I would go. We're thinking about getting a new dining room table because we don't really like this one. Right. We didn't want this table. Yeah. We didn't. You know, this wasn't our table. We didn't pick this table. Mm. It was just kind of given to us, and we needed one. And and she says, uh, "Well, don't throw that. Don't get rid of that table." And I would go, do you want the table back? Yeah. She said, well, no, I don't want it back. But don't get rid of it. I bought it. So now I'm kind of stuck with this with this table that right. I don't want. Right. My wife doesn't want. My mom doesn't want it, but she doesn't want me to sell it. So right. I feel like I can't, you know. Long story short, I gave it to my nephew. Yeah. <laughs> Told him, no, you better not sell it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, they needed a table. They yeah. got a new apartment. Yeah. They're just getting started. And I said, you can have this table. And then when you, I don't care if it's next week or if it's three years from now, when you find a dining room table you want, you throw that in a trash can. Yeah. Or you take it and yeah. take it to Goodwill. You do whatever you want to do with it. But there's your table till you can afford one. Yeah. And so that's what we did. I got that out of my house. That's yeah. been nice. I am. Um... And I know a guy with a huge dining room table. And as we both know what dining room tables really are, do you ever eat at that table? I do. Do I, you really? There's one corner. Oh, there's one corner. There's one corner that's, that's that I eat at. Right. Because ours was just a catch-all. Yeah, it's a catch-all. Hey, so if anybody wants to buy a 10-foot uh, farm table, really, uh, it is for sale. i tell you what, just like everything else, I'll make the deal for you. Mm -hmm. I'll get it sold for you for 10%. Okay, done. Okay. Is, I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. We can come over. We'll clean it up, take pictures of it, get good lighting on it. If you can. Yeah, let's talk about this off air. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Because um, if, yeah, I'll give you more than 10% if we get more than. I got a good deal on it. I know. I, know. Um, I think I got a great deal on it. Mm -hmm. um, I bet you could sell that table for. Twice what I paid for. Yeah, guarantee. That's what they were. Well, yeah. let's talk about this off air. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've got basically, I've got everything. Like when you talk about clutter, well, not clutter. All my stuff is in one room. I got some books in the attic. Mm -hmm. But as far as like all of my collectibles, besides comic books and a few things like that, they're all in one room of my house. Mm hmm. And it would be nothing to 
sell some of that stuff. You know, I have been trying to buy it from you for like a year now. Right? Why? Yeah, I've got money in my pocket in case you brought anything with you today. I was going to bring. You did, and you just gave it to me, and yeah, I offered to pay you. Yeah, and 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 it's all good. That's where I'm at. Is like you just want to get rid of. Why well, I don't understand why you won't let me just come get it then. Yeah. Because I still think you have the you can't have your cake and eat it too. No, you should come get some of this stuff. I'm, I, w- I want to. Yeah, let's do it. I want to. Yeah, I have been trying to. I mean, some I'm gonna need some money for some of it. I, Give me a fair price. All right. Okay. I'm telling you, I can either. We can talk about this off the air if you want to, right. but I can either come give you some money and then I can sell it for what I can get for it, right. or I can bring the guy over there right. and broker the deal. See, I don't think my collection is as good. I don't think you. I've got as much stuff as you think I have. Probably not, and I don't. it's probably not. But I'd like to go through some of those comics and see if some of them are worth saving and, and right. send it off. And get the only comics I won't sell are mine. <clears throat> the ones that I grew up with. And they're not worth anything. Right. You have an emotional attachment to those. I really and, do. And that makes sense. I really do. And they are. And, and that's only like three or four. I mean, we're not talking like 10 boxes. Right. Now, I do have 10 boxes I won't get rid of. And I want to come get them. Yes. Yes. And for the right price. That's what we have to settle on because it's yeah. a lot of work to sell that stuff. I know, I know, I know. You know, that's not. I mean, we'll talk about we'll talk about it. We'll get. Together. I asked you a question earlier, uh-huh. and you you didn't have an answer, but I want to talk about it on the air because okay. I wanted to do a whole episode on this. And since we we're already talking about this, because I've been I've been going through and like I don't know. Like, what collectible? I mean, I eventually need to sell the Jordan card. Like, I don't have any collectibles that are out on display. Uh, I do need to show you my Captain America shield that they gave me I this do. summer. I, see um, I saw it as I walked in. It's pretty cool. Um, but, like, you know, I don't collect Funkos anymore. I have the ones that I want. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to get the Batman Funko from the Flash movie. But I was like, you know what? I that's $12 I don't need to spend. I don't really have space for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, I was asking you if you won that billion-dollar lottery, mm-hmm. what would be the collectibles you would buy? And your answer was your mindset has changed where you understand I don't need stuff anymore. And I think I'm to the point of that um, too. Like I went to, uh, I was traveling last weekend and I went to a minor league baseball game and it was okay. I mm-hmm. had fun. I, it wasn't that I didn't enjoy it. I had a good time. I had some good boneless wings. It was nice. It was nice to get out. I got a nice hat, but like it did not, I don't know what I expected it to do for me. I don't know if it just, I just, oh man, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be one of the greatest experiences of my life. It just it was fun. I don't regret going, but it was like, hey, okay, I could I could stay home. I think there's a reason when you see when they talk about demographics uh-huh. that it ends at like forty seven or forty eight for men. Yeah, my wife and I had this discussion yesterday. Yeah, she said, well, "Spoiler alert: My birthday's next week." Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, 
She's like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I said, I just want to be left alone. <laughs> like, I don't want to do anything. Right. I don't want to get dressed up and go. I don't want to yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. I don't want to do it. You know? Yeah. You asked me to go see Collision in Greenville yeah. tonight. And I said, no. It's, yeah. That's nothing. I, listen, those chairs are so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I have spent my life pouring my enormous body yeah. into these little small spaces. And yeah. I'm just not going to do it anymore. Right. Because it's, it's uncomfortable. And the older I get, the more uncomfortable it is. Yeah. When I was younger, I could tolerate it. Right. But as I start to push 50, my back and my knees cannot tolerate being jammed up in these little small, tiny places anymore. And I'm just not going to do it. Right, right. Um, she said, well, do you want anything? And I said, in the past month, between you and, 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 and my nephew, I've given y'all four digits of of cash money. Yeah. Because that made me happy. Hmm. That's what I like. Yeah. When I stood we had a yard sale at our house and she didn't sell a whole lot of her stuff. Right. I sold a ton of my stuff, you know. And he came over and he helped he helped me load the, the tr- couple of people bought stuff, he would carry it to their cars for them and all this stuff. So at the end of the day, I gave both of them $200 a piece mm-hmm. and said, hey, we all stood out here in the sun today. Yeah. We were all out here. Like, I feel like it's very fair for me to share this with you. Yeah. So I gave both of them $200 a piece. And I felt good. Yeah. Because it meant something to both of them. Right. Right. You know? And that's where I'm at. That's what I like now. Yeah. The one piece of memorabilia, not one. I've saved several pieces of memorabilia that right. are signed. But one of them that I have is a 45 of um, Son of a Gypsy and the Ballad of Handsome Jimmy Valiant, that the 45 that they sold on Memphis TV. Right. And I bought it from Jim Cornette. And it's got a, a header on it that's written by Cornette to describe what it is. Right. We got this at NWA Legends Fan Fest. That's right. And Jimmy Valiant was there, and he signed it. And Jimmy Hart was there. Right. And he's the guy that produced the song and sang the song, and he he signed it. Yeah. It's a very unique piece of memorabilia. One of a kind. Very unique piece of memorabilia. It is for sale. Yeah. If anybody is listening that wants to buy it, and the money is going to go and benefit. What's the name of the... Table Rock Wesleyan Youth Camp. Okay, the the money is going to go benefit. I hope to get enough. It cost how much to send one? Three fifty, three hundred fifty dollars. So if somebody will donate three hundred fifty dollars, right, to to send one child, right, next year to this camp, I will give them that record. Yeah, and I think you could probably write that off on your taxes. And you'll get this cool record that's been this a true one of a kind. If somebody wants to do that, yeah, you can get in touch with Heath and I can put the him. link. I'll put the link in the show notes. You let Heath know, and, and we'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah, it's super easy. And uh, Mark talked to me about that a little while ago, and I was uh, genuinely moved by his uh, 
kindness and generosity. Because that would make me feel so good, man. Yeah. Because I used to go to camp. Yeah. And whether the religious aspect of it, we, you and I have different opinions That's on right. that type That's of thing. That's right. But, but a week for a kid to go to camp and enjoy that camaraderie. Yeah. And that, well, oh, that's an awesome thing, man. Yeah. There's kids that can't go, that want to go, that see yeah. all these other kids having fun, and there's a way that you can make that happen. I'm committed to sending one kid next year myself. Right. I'm going to pay to send one kid anyway. Yeah. Now, this will give you an opportunity to do the same thing and get something cool in the process. Can I, can I tell you a cool story about the kids at camp and a cool thing we did? So last year at camp, one of the – youth pastors challenged the kids and said, Hey, I'm going to get in Chris Hemsworth shape. Cause he's like, he does our games. He's like the game Viking. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And he said, I'm going to get in Chris Hemsworth shape and we're going to try to raise money for it's a, uh, it's a, uh, organization called Hepzibah. Um, we used to have a children's home in Georgia. We don't have the children's home, but it's an organization that helps foster kids that helps people, uh, who, who are looking to adopt. So we've been raising money this year. So we've probably, we didn't, I mean, we'd raise a couple hundred bucks. A couple of youth groups did things. We get to camp and we're having, it's Tuesday night. We're having like our senior night. Uh, we let the seniors hang out after curfew. And this kid named Joseph comes up to me. He says, hey, I want to give you my pledge for the fundraiser. And I said, Okay. He hands me a Ziploc bag full of cash. Mm. And I'm like, how much is this? He said, about 12. Now, you and I grew up in Pendleton. Mm-hmm. If somebody said about 12, it meant that he's messing with you. Right. It means that money is fake. So I was speechless. And another leader came up and said, what did you say? He's like, it's about 12. And I was floored. So we went and we challenged the kids the next day. We said, hey, canteen's going to be open. You buy, buy a drink and then you, get, you buy a drink for a dollar and then give a dollar toward this fundraiser. Well, then it hits me. I got a friend, Wesleyan Pastor. They're trying to adopt a kid right now. I called him. He said, man, we're, we're, we may hear back today. Like, we're in the finals. So I said, dude, what if we – I said, we're going to try to get about two grand for you. Well, they didn't get the – they ended up not getting chosen for that adoption. Mm-hmm. But we sent. We ended up raising about $2,000 that week, <laughs> donated it, and it because of the grant we got or grant they're getting, that money's getting tripled. And mainly because this one kid, I said, what did you do? He's like, well, I've been working at Ingalls, and every week I put a little bit back. Yeah. And I'm just – $1,200. This this 18-year-old kid in a year. So I'm just saying that's the kind of – when you give, that's the kind of kid you're giving to. These are are kids. It's turned into a PBS. Nah, but it's good kids. But it's also kids, you know, we got kids like that. We also got kids that, you know, parents are in jail, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Right. And um it's a very worthwhile worthwhile cause or whatever. Um but I was, you know, if I got that much money like I would want I mean I wouldn't want anything, but like I've always wanted the Abraham Lincoln autograph. Yeah. 
yeah. something like that. A John Wesley autograph. I might like buy the A team van. <laughs> <laughs> or the general, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Duke's a hazard car. Or, yeah. Hey, uh, Tom Wopat and one of the other guys are going to be in Liberty oh, in, really? in August. They're doing some sort of event. Oh, okay. And uh, I've got I've got the Waylon Jennings album signed by John Schneider. Okay. Of course, he said it's it's personalized to Heath, but so, uh, people will buy stuff like that now. You might be right. We uh, we've turned on SummerSlam, and you said. That you thought it would be. Um, Have you seen the whole Brock and Cody? Did you see how it all went down? I saw he, he broke his arm and then he did something in front of Cody's mama. Okay, this is the whole beginning though. Yeah, this is what's so great about WWE. Is I don't know. I didn't even know they were wrestling tonight. And they're going to break it down for me. Yeah. Let you me wanna, tell you. You want to pause it and watch this? Uh, I mean to tell you, I love Cody Rhodes, man. Yeah, I do too. I do too. He gets it, man. Yeah. You know, that I had you one of those. <laughs> this is terrible. I shouldn't tell you this story. Uh -huh. I had you one of the Cody Rhodes Funko Pops, and then somebody offered me thirty dollars for it, so I had to take it. Oh no! Absolutely, <laughs> I don't. I almost bought one. I almost had. Wait a minute. No, I don't think I got it because I was like, nope, I'm breaking. But I also love Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and he's really this this uh, this match th this whole series. They've had two really good matches. I'm really curious to see what they do tonight. Did you see Brock get his head split open? Uh uh, dude, it was. He did it on purpose, right? Oh, it was amazing. It's the greatest. It is. Whatever uh, John Moxley is, Brock Lesnar's the complete opposite. Right. So they pulled the turnbuckle back. Yeah. He goes running in and he slams his head down yeah. in the middle of the turnbuckle with with and it hits the bolt. And yeah. he pulls back and he looks at the camera. Uh -huh. And you just see the blood start to come oh. out of his head. Like it is completely one hundred percent legitimate. There's no magic there. At well all. there it is. You see yeah, that. Yeah, little... he was still cut open the next day. Yeah, he was like he still had the spot on his head like a few weeks later at Night of Champions. Dude, Cody here's the thing with Cody. Moxley would have said, Oh, you know, Brock wasn't easy worker. Cody's like, This is a big money star right here. This is who I want to wrestle. Right. Look at him, man. He is money, dude. I don't oh, yeah. care what anybody says about Brock Lesnar. Oh, God. I mean, everybody knows, dude. He's legit, man. Look at him. Here's the thing. They might all say that about Brock Lesnar, <laughs> but ain't none of them going to say it to Brock Lesnar. No, that. that's right. And Cody, like, his promos were getting really good anyway. Like, right. I think we talked about this one time. Cody Rhodes did the thing that everybody says wrestlers should do. Right. Like, when you would talk about these guys are going to their training and uh, all they're worried about is their song. Yeah. All they're worried about is their interest. They don't know how to lock up. Yeah. He did it in the right order. Yeah. He got – he learned to lock up. He yeah. learned the fundamentals. He learned the basics. He had – the match with Okada where people said, hey, maybe he's not as maybe he's not that great, but he continued to get better and have better opponents. And then he started working on the entrance. 
Then he got yeah. the he got the promos right. He did it in the right order, man. And then when he was ready, he come back as the biggest baby face in the world. Yeah, he did. Here's the thing about Cody Rhodes that I think I think I think he does want to be the champion. I think that's a yeah. real deal. Uh-huh. But what does it say about Cody Rhodes? He's been back a year. He's been one of the biggest stars without the title. Yeah, he's Dusty's son. He understood John Wayne fighting up the hill, getting shot, getting everybody coming at him, getting knocked off his horse, rolling back down the hill, clawing his way to the top. So when he finally does win the title, it'll mean something. Everybody's texting me. Are you at collision? (laughs) No, I am not. Although you could get tickets for twenty dollars, um, I think that's the match they're going to start with. See, that's the thing is how many we gonna find out. Yeah, we are. We are uh, in forty nine minutes. We never talked about. Well, I guess we. I said I'd buy the eighteen van or the or the Dukes of Hazard car. Or, you know. You know, if I'm being honest, I would build a house with a bat cave. Yeah, like at this point in life, there's not a collectible that I would buy. There's a $16 million mansion on the beach. Yeah. um, In Bel Air Bluffs in Florida that I would buy. I would. Like that's what I would buy. I would. I would transform the farm. Your parents' place? I would build my dream house Mm -hmm. with the bat cave. Yeah. I'd basically, yeah, I would train. I would transform that place. I would, I would have like a gym. I'd have like a full court gym. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd build like in the South Carolina version of the NXT Performance Center. Yeah, I think I would do that as well. I mean, I would have a, definitely have a place so when the hurricane season came, I could come back up here. Oh, I would have uh what are those called? Where you uh, a bug out shelter? Yeah, oh, no doubt. But I'd probably buy one of those multi-million dollar rolling mansions and just travel around the country, pay somebody to drive me. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who, um... Yeah, there's some new people here that I don't recognize uh, on this panel. The here, one in Mom. the middle is Kayla Braxton. Okay, yeah, her I recognize. Yeah, the other girl, I'm not sure who. That's Booker T. Yeah, Booker in T. Were, in case you were curious about who that was. Yeah, I'm here with Wade Barrett. All right, I've got bad news. You're actually talking about this this brunette lady here. Yeah. yeah I don't know who that is either. I also don't know who the Midnight Rider is. But you do, baby. But you do, baby. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I you know that popped up. That was um, 2015, I guess. Isn't that Two, crazy. 2014, 2015. Yeah. When are we going to go to another? Uh, the gatherings happening this weekend in Charlotte. Yeah, like I've you never want to do anything anymore. You yeah, know, like you were you got wrapped up in um, like wanting to be part of things. And quit being a fan. You quit being a fan for a while. Let's go to WrestleCade. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I'm off that weekend. And I think I am. It's it's Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Although, um, 
I don't. I mean, I guess they're having Brian Daniels. I mean, I don't want to spend a bunch of money. Uh, yeah, that's my thing. I just don't want to spend money. And anymore. like, we're just sitting here doing a whole episode about getting rid of stuff, and yeah, all we'd be doing, maybe we shouldn't. Let's go. Just go and buy. I want to go. I can't. I was gonna go sell, but I don't have any wrestling stuff much to sell anymore. And I've got. I mean, I got ten or fifteen items. Right. Left, you know what I mean. Yeah, and and are they items that people there wouldn't have? A couple of them are. I mean, I got some Mid Atlantic Wrestling posters. Um, oh yeah, I saw a couple of those. That's pretty. Where'd you get those? We acquired them. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And those are legit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Those are legit. Yes, those are. Legit. Too legit to quit, I would say. Who was that? I don't know. That's what I don't re- watch this much anymore. No, I don't I watch don't a lot either. of WWE anymore. I watch I watch AEW. I follow uh WWE on YouTube. Is AJ Styles back? That's good to see. He's in a battle royal now. That's where he's at on the, okay. on the thing. So Hey. He's getting paid. Yeah, yeah. He's hey. I heard he would you know, when his last contract was up, like he was fully prepared to to retire and do other things and they just offered him such he basically was like i cannot turn down this money. right yeah you can set yourself up well especially life. with the schedule now the yeah. schedule is so much lighter mm-hmm. than it used to be you're not on the road five or six days a week right especially probably for somebody like him correct who's correct. been there a while you know He's working that uh, Randy Orton schedule. Yeah, that's right. Whoever, like a couple of those guys in the middle there, they're probably on the road a lot. Right. They well, they've got, a, they've got a film main event. Right. they got to do all, all this that other stuff. stuff. So. I don't know who half those people are. I don't think we're missing much. I, like I said, I, I keep up with the main storylines on YouTube. I watch the Brock and Cody stuff. I watch yeah. the Bloodline stuff. And generally with these, I kind of watch those matches. And the rest of it, I don't much pay attention to. I like it. I just prefer AEW, man. I, hmm. I prefer it. It's not always perfect. There's things, right. There's, obviously, there's things I don't right. like about it. I mean, I, you know, sometimes the matches make zero sense, and there's no logic to some of it. I right. wish people would slow down and settle a little bit more yes. every now and then. But for every one of those, I see uh, FTR versus um, Bullet Club. And I think there's no way that in 2023 some match is going to make its way onto my favorite matches of all time list. Like, this just not going to happen. Right. And then I watched that match. And right. I thought, I think this just made its way onto my all time favorite list. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have not seen uh, it. It was incredible. Incredible, two out of three falls. And they went like an hour, right? An hour, it was great. And see, that's what wrestling has missed Mm -hmm. for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't do that with Dynamite, but now having the two shows, Mm -hmm. and basically, let's be honest. He has done that. They've done that on Dynamite. Well, yeah. They've had several I'm. I guess what I mean is Vince would certainly never do that. Yeah, I don't know that he would. Yeah, I don't know that he would do that on Raw. And I don't know that you should if you don't with the cert, with the WWE style of match. No, right, right. You know, it's a, there's, it's a, there, there's not a lot of creativity. It's it's the same. Of course, it's getting that way in AEW sometimes. I got to tell you, 
this stand in the middle of the ring and hit each other with forearms thing, it's great. But it's not great in every single match on every single right. show. Right. It's, it's great at the right moment with the right guys. Everybody doesn't need to do that. Right. It's great with two guys who weigh more than 220 pounds. Correct. Right. But you do not need your junior heavyweights. If Brock Lesnar and Big Van Vader stood in the middle of the ring and did that, it would be amazing. Yes. But I don't necessarily need to see Adam Cole and Roderick Strong do it. Brock Lesnar versus Big Van Vader. I, w I wanted to do an episode on dream matches, and you just named one yeah. that I had not thought of. Mm -hmm. Brock Lesnar, Big Van Vader. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Check out that shirt. Oh, that's pretty good. Is that off of WWE? I don't know, but that's bad, man. The American yeah. Dream, Dusty Rhodes. I want that shirt. You know, he was the Tower of Power. Yes. He's the man of the hour. Too sweet to be sour, if you didn't know. Let me ask you this, Mark. We got a guy here wearing, I guess that's the Undisputed Championship. I have no idea. Why would you buy that belt? I don't know. He may actually be a champion there for all I know. But I doubt it. He's probably an independent champion, and that's probably the belt he carries. You know, I think you may be right. And he's going to go tell everybody he finally made it onto SummerSlam. Yeah. SummerSlam in Detroit. Also, just in because we're kind of at a lull here, man. Rest in peace, Pee Wee Herman. Yep. Mm. You know. Was he in the Hall of WWE Hall of Fame? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, what a uh, talented, talented actor. Interesting guy, man. Interesting guy. Yeah. I watched uh, a clip the other day of him doing um, Pee Wee Herman, like one for like on TV for one of the first times. Uh -huh. It was on some, one of those comedy show things that used yeah. to come on, you know. And he come out and did the Pee Wee Herman character, and it was a lot different. Not a lot different, but it was definitely different. Wow, this is awesome. Yeah. They're doing all the different, the Samoan legacy in, like, comic book form. That that Yokozuna was amazing. Yeah. All right, I think we've talked enough. We're signing off here to watch SummerSlam because it's getting good, and uh, the Bloodline's one of the great storylines that we've seen in the last 10 years or so and uh they possibly of all time yeah 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 yeah. i'm uh, gonna be honest with you it may be the best storyline ever i i yeah i'm not gonna dispute that it's made a lot of money. The matches are great. You do, it's a lot of twists and turns. And while it's been going on, WWE's number, their ratings have gone up. Attendance has gone up. Right. WWE is yeah. in a bad economy. Yeah, they're booming off of this storyline. Yeah. People believe it. Mm -hmm. And it, and that's a, that's a testament to Roman's ability and the Usos' ability. Yes. And... Um, that ought to be a good match. Charlotte, Oscar, and Bianca Belair. That should be pretty good. The rumor is that uh, Charlotte and Andrade split up. Well, well, I hate that. Charlotte, Ashley, if you're out there.
I got a short little fat buddy. <laughs> and also me. <laughs> it ain't Boss Hog. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this thing Let's up. wrap it up. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Heath Mulligan. You can, if, you're not, if you don't know where I'm at yet, then don't worry about it. Now, where can people go to find your wares on eBay? Uncle Mark's house. Uncle Mark's house on eBay. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, "Why do you call? I sw- why do you call it Uncle Mark's house?" And you want me to tell you why? Yeah, because Uncle Mark's the best version of me. It really is. And uh, I never had kids of my own. My wife and I never had kids, but we were aunts and uncles to a lot of kids, man. And a lot of kids come through our house and um, had a lot of fun helping raise. And still got kids who show up to yeah. this day. And uh, Uncle Mark's the best version of me. And that's who I'm trying to be every day. And I get I get a little I get big I get big Mark, and then I also get mean Mark, and yep. then I got Uncle Mark. Mm-hmm. He's just a Mark. Yep, I mean, he's just a Mark. Yeah, but Uncle Mark's the best version of me, and that's the guy that I'm trying to be, not just to my nieces and nephews, but to everybody else too. Yeah, not all of you, but just to everybody else. Right. No, I'm trying to be that for everybody. I know. I I've seen the change in you, and. uh so anyway, go uh, go support Uncle Mark's house and uh, help us send a kid to camp. So uh, thanks for listening into this uh, this episode of the Double Drop Kick Show that started off better than it ended because we started watching wrestling. But hey, that's that's not a bad thing. That's right. So for all of us here at the Double Drop Kick Show, I'm Heath Mulliken. I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.